welcome back to Tea with Coco. I am Coco like Chanel and you're listening to The European American. Today I wanted to talk about life's simple pleasures. These things that we can do that every day make us smile and bring us some joy. I am someone who is constantly trying to fit 40 hours of work into 12 hours of a day and taking on more than maybe I should because I feel like I can or I want to. I think it's a a very normal reaction for someone who's in their 20s and 30s. They want to be the best. They want to do the best. And right now we have all of this competition with everybody all the time online, um, doing better, being better, and it's a lot of pressure. And I have to constantly remind myself to stop and, and take a few moments to enjoy the things that I'm working so hard to enjoy, right? That's why we're working so hard, is to be able to in, enjoy our life. That's what we're working towards and for. And doing that every day and, and taking a few minutes to create a surrounding that's enjoyable or do a moment of wellness that brings us a smile. I always think about this scene in Amelie, fantastic French movie um, starring Audrey Tatooine. If you haven't seen it, I think it's on Netflix streaming available or Amazon Prime, fantastic movie. And in it, she's in a market and she digs her hand into, I think it's a sack of beans or peas, just because she loves the way her hand feels. And she just takes a moment to stop and do that. Now, here in the U.S., you would probably get yelled at for touching somebody's produce, but it's a beautiful moment in in the film. Uh, There's a fantastic um, book called Our Town, where one of the characters is reminiscing about the things she'll miss about being alive. And it's not what you would think. It was the smell of coffee and the ticking of clocks. And, And for me, obviously, my love of coffee means the smell of coffee is something that brings me joy. But... The, the little pleasures, the, the feeling of silk against my skin or a really great uh, candle burning, it just makes the day enjoyably pass. So I'm going to go ahead and give you my list of things that I do um, and try to do every day. Um, not always successfully, but it is something that I am trying to put in the forefront of taking time to take time, that European habit. If you listen to our previous podcast about European habits, taking the time to take time. And and these are some of the things I do within that. I work a lot of time from home. I work for HP, um, Hila Packard HP, and I work all over and a lot of it is done at home. So I have a, a home office that I work out of a lot of the time. And everything for Coco like Chanel, I obviously do out of the home office as well. And setting up that space um, to be enjoyable is is something I've worked really hard on. And and one of the most transformative things was the addition of rose-scented candles. You know, scent is is so incredibly powerful. It, It is connected to our memory, to our feeling to how we judge a situation. I know that lavender, for example, has been proven to reduce stress level. Uh, And for me, when something is pleasing and calming, it automatically exudes that. And 
rose scented candles for me are, are one of my favorite things. It's, it's a beautiful ritual for me to start my day coming in to sitting down to the inbox that is constantly growing on my computer with a glorious cup of coffee and lighting my rose scented candle. And you know, there's something about working in candlelight that, that makes those hard emails and the ever churning inbox just a little bit more enjoyable. So it's, it's a really small step. If you guys want to go on the blog, um, CocoLakeChanel.com, you can look at my blog post about simple pleasures, and there's a picture of some of my favorite rose-scented candles and accoutrement there. The second won't be a surprise to anybody, um, but I absolutely adore dark chocolate, and we talked about in a previous podcast how Americans have this food shaming that happens with desserts where, where chocolate is bad and sugar is bad and sweets are bad and it's a shameful thing. It means you don't have any willpower. I, I read an article once that Audrey Hepburn had a piece of dark chocolate every day in the afternoon with her tea and I thought, if she can do it and still pull off those black capris in her 60s, which she absolutely did, then I, I can do it too. But the secret is finding a really amazing chocolatier. It's, it's not going to the store and buying whatever is wrapped by the register. Think more Juliette Binochet's character in Chocolat. Somebody who is, is pouring their history and their love and their passion into the chocolate. If you haven't sought one out, absolutely do it. It literally changes the experience from a Snickers bar to what I got last week and I'm still thinking about today, which was a rose champagne chocolate ganache. I mean, wow. My whole mouth just built up again. <laughs> wanting it so much it's something to really look forward to not something we're gonna grab as a last minute decision those places usually also make fantastic coffee so you can see how a lot of my loves are intersecting here but seek one out if you do that one piece of chocolate too is all you're gonna need it's changes your relationship with the food so please go if you guys um, have any recommendations in your area let me know i'd love to share those so that other people can can find their their chocolatier as well now one of the things i love to do and i've shared this on the blog a couple of times if you guys read the post treat yourself all about making my wonderful spa is face mask the French women are infamous for taking impeccable care of their skin. And one of the ways in which they do that is really regularly doing face masks. I think right now in America, moms especially, I'm not a, a mom, but I, a lot of my friends who are, are constantly feeling like taking time for themselves is not giving time to their children. And something like a face mask is very frivolous, but it's, it's not. Those moments are what, what bring me back, at least. And right now, I mean, it's just a, a four-legged puppy child um, that I have, and I can't imagine the stress level that would increase you know, with, with human children. 
but you being centered and grounded and coming from a place of, of calm and serenity and feeling good about your skin. I mean, let's face it, for, for women and for men, that is, is a huge feeling of confidence and, and self-esteem. And taking the time to take care of that is really important. It is going to seep into every aspect of your life. There are so many brands of face masks. Um, you can make your own at home um, at least once a week, usually more often, but at least once a week. I put on my Billie Holiday station, take out French Vogue, and for 10 to 15 minutes in the bath, enjoy or indulge in a face mask. Sometimes I'm sitting on the couch or in my office or on my yoga mat anywhere. I, I rinse it off, I spray my face with rose water and all the way down to my décolleté. The mind, the body, it all feels like you have a new layer of skin on, which with some face mask you do. But take the time. Your, your face will thank you and your, your loved ones and family and work life will thank you too. Once you're done indulging in a spa, time. Nothing feels better than slipping into your bed and feeling that moment of relaxation wash over you. And I am one who firmly believes that you should make your bed as inviting as possible. You want to be in it. You want other people to be in it. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to invest in high quality bedding. I promise you spend so much of your time in that space. Why not invest the time into having it feel as luxurious as possible? I know pillows can get ridiculously expensive and there's a whole line of 10 to $25 ones at TJ Maxx and HomeGoods, which I love those stores and I understand, but don't just grab the cheapest ones off the wall. Take some time, you guys. It's it's something that is almost impossible to shop for online because you have to feel. I have personally laid on the floor of Bed Bath & Beyonds next to my husband, <laughs> feeling out different types of pillows. And he actually got one, tried it out for two weeks, didn't like it, and took it back and exchanged it. For mine, by the way, I was right from the start, but I guess I don't need to brag. Uh, the good night's sleep is is quality enough. But invest. Spend a day shopping by feel for bedding. What do you feel amazing when you slip into? It's something that you want to invest the time in on the front end because the sleep that you get and the calm feeling of waking up in that wonderful bed is going to be worth it. It's going to pay you back tenfold. If, if you guys are like me throughout the day, a lot of the time I am going from coffee to water to coffee to tea, sometimes back to coffee. <laughs> um, and that can get a little bit dull and boring. So one of the things that I do that looks beautiful, makes me feel luxurious, and is so incredibly easy is infuse my water. And I, I feel even by using that word infuse, sometimes it, it, it seems pompous. And it's really not. What you're doing is just enhancing flavor and, and giving your body and your mind variety. 
cutting up a few slices of lemon, lime, cucumber, and one of my personal favorites, it, which is throwing in some fresh herbs into that pitcher of water. Basil cucumber water is amazing. Basil lemon water is amazing. Maybe basil is just amazing. But really, whatever you have on hand, I have thyme and, and rosemary and basil and mint, um, fresh mint leaves and water is amazing. It just completely changes it up. It looks beautiful in the glass. You can pretend you're having a cocktail at 11 a.m. or have one, no judgment. Um, it, it's, it's for your eyes and for your taste buds. It, it makes you feel like you're having something else uh, than, than water because yeah, it's infused. Be fancy, why not? One of the things I've recently adopted as a habit in my late 20s and now as I'm 30 is purchasing fresh flowers every week. I have a flower budget of about $15 every week. I go to Trader Joe's and I make little bouquets for every room in the house. In my early 20s, this was something that really wasn't accessible because my income was so small and I was in school and poor, as we all are in school. But now it's something that every time I walk into a room and see fresh flowers, it makes me happy. It makes me smile while I'm working at my desk and I can look over with my rose-scented candle burning and beautiful little bouquet of flowers. It makes me feel luxurious and happy. It, it is a small moment of, of reconnecting with your mind. Literally stopping to smell the roses can become part of your day. It, it definitely has become part of mine. And one of the final things I wanted to talk about was the conversation that is my favorite throughout the day and that I look forward to the end result throughout the day, which is dinner time. You guys may know from listening to our previous podcast or from uh, reading on our blog, but dinner time to me is a very ritualistic and, and sacred almost time. It's something I look forward to every single night. I, I love to cook personally, and I think one of the reasons I love to cook is because I take a sense of pride in the meals that I develop, in their presentation, in, in nourishing my family, which again sounds a little pompous, but it's very at its core true. Dinner time is the time that I generally have with the people that I love in my life because breakfast and lunch usually are, are more elusive. And it actually makes me feel like I'm partaking in something special. Most of the texts that my husband and I send each other throughout the day and when we check in with each other um, verbally, if, if we are able to throughout the day, are around what is for dinner. It's one of the most infamous phrases that I know mothers here and uh, children across the world. What is for dinner? So it's something that we get to do together and discuss together that I get to look for and shop for and create together. And and then I like to sit down at the table and like I've, I've mentioned in previous podcasts and, and create that little ambiance. We, we light candles every night and put on usually a Louis Armstrong radio station on Alexa 
and enjoy each other's conversation. I mean, yes, it may be a little bit like the creation of a French bistro every night, but why not? If those little things can help us take pleasure throughout the day, then I think it's something we should invest in and enjoy. We have the time. Well, as always, I want to leave you guys with a little lanyap, a little something extra. And since we talked about face mask earlier in the podcast, I wanted to give you a little recipe for one. And I thought it was fitting to do the recipe for Marie Antoinette's face mask, the most French, unfrench woman. She was Austrian originally, of them all, almost the definition um, of, of luxury. And I thought, why not? Let's indulge a little bit in this one together. So to make Madame Antoinette's face mask, what you need is two teaspoons of cognac. If you don't have cognac, I know not everybody keeps that in the house. Um, you can use vodka in a pinch. I think, I think Marie would approve. Uh, one third cup of dried milk powder and one egg white. I also squeeze a little bit of lemon juice into there. It adds some fantastic nutrients for your skin and gives it that tingly, fresh feeling. All you have to do is pour all of the ingredients into a blender or a food processor and blend until it is kind of a toothpaste type of consistency. If you do not have a blender, just Get a fork or a whisk and go at it. Take a large dollop and just put it all over your face, smoothing evenly. It should dry in about 10 to 15 minutes. And then if you have any of the mixture left over, you can use that to actually exfoliate as you're taking your face mask off. Don't forget, you can always use some on your neck and decollete as well. So that's it for this week's episode of Tea with Coco, the European American with Coco like Chanel. Please let us know what you think about the podcast and the blog at CocoLikeChanel.com. Until next time, I hope everybody les et le bon temps roulé and has a great day.